This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be giving away. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. It is Taz to the Moose with you here on this Friday morning on CBS Sports Radio as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. You've got Connor and Mike across the way other side at the controls. Uh, Bogish with your updates as we take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. We just gave you some college picks, Taz, to close out our number one NFL picks coming your way later on this hour. Mm. The Houston Nut will join us third and final hour as well, Taz. Yep. As, yep. You know, on, on opening day of the NFL on Thursday, uh, and we got into the game, and listen, the, the game deserved probably about nine, ten minutes. That was, that was pretty much I mean, the game was an absolute doozy. Stink fest. Uh, Stink right. fest. Uh, Stink tough fest. day if you're a Bear. Tough night if you're a Bear fan. Yeah. And a Packer fan, at least you got the win. Yeah, uh, that's you it. Chicago got the win, get yeah. out. Right. So, exactly right. Really. Hopefully uh, use the extra time in practice uh, <laughs> to get yourself for, ready for week two, Taz. But um, I'm sure if you're Roger Goodell, the last thing you want to have happening, uh, you know, is – as Meek Mill is entertaining the crowd out there sort in of. Chicago, right? Yeah. Um, the last thing that you want to have happening is Antonio Brown and the Raiders dominating the conversation to where Drew Rosenhaus is on the field before the game oh getting interviewed God. on NFL yeah. Network, going over the entire <clears throat> saga and scenario. And as we discussed a little bit last hour, Taz, you know, I don't know where this, you know, I don't know where this ends up. You know, there's there's a lot of people that believe and and I you voice your opinion in terms of that, you know, you would basically say uh, goodbye good luck uh, yeah. that, you know, you, you cross the line, you can't cross as a player uh and that Antonio Brown needs to go his way. I've heard other guys basically say that. You know what? Antonio Brown's a really talented player. You need talent to win. If you're the Raiders, you got to look the other way. I probably have more of a lean taz toward uh getting rid of him than holding on to him. But it would not surprise me if they decided to say uh, we're going to try and rebuild this relationship here. Yeah, I, I yeah, see, and and I respectfully disagree. And, yeah. and like you said, I just don't, you know, listen. And I can I, understand that. Yeah, no, listen, man. You know what it is? <clears throat> like I was saying earlier, and you and I were discussing it. <sighs> Look, everybody, everybody's going to say it because it's the truth. Anybody who's on TV or radio or online streaming, whatever social media that covers mainstream sports, they're going to tell you, well. 
Antonio Brown is great. We know that, but he's a headache. He's a pain. He's a, and those are all true. Those are all true. He is great. He's great. I think he's the greatest receiver in the game. Moose, you feel like he's in the top. I don't want to put words in my mouth. Seems like you probably think he's in the top three. Yeah, you basically. Know, maybe not the best. I think he is the best. I mean, I know how great Beckham is and Julio Jones. I do. I, I think those guys are – I would, as far as in between the lines, when the ball's kicked off, to me, the best guy is Antonio Brown. Fair. But, but that's just me. But you cannot – do all of this stuff that he's done for so long and the headaches he caused in Pittsburgh, and then you get another opportunity that Mayock and Gruden are giving you and the millions of dollars you're getting, $30 million, whatever, guaranteed, whatever it is, and then go and do this, all this nightmare of the helmet stuff, which was just complete ridiculous. Like, you're the only player in the league, dude, that's been wearing a helmet for a long time. You're comfortable and you got to change your helmet. What kind of entitlement is that? Just because you're such an awesome player and because, you know, you make millions of dollars and because you're a stud, that means that you could just be a big pain in the ass about your friggin' helmet. I mean, it was annoying. It's just well, nonstop. And, Taz, it seemed like the, the ulterior motive was he wanted no part of training camp. Well, that's what it was. It was just a, right, exactly. It was a he, ploy he, to get out of right. training camp. He was, he was, he had the issue with his feet, which I, I'll give him a pass on that. Again, I, I was saying it in the last segment, you know, you're in a cold tub in, in friggin' Paris in France. Fine, I got no problem with that. You're trying to get your body right, and you get frostbite on your frostbite on. Damn, I can't say on that. On your it's a feet, tongue twister. Right, and then you got to go bright. through laser Bite. therapy to get Bite. it right because you don't have the proper apparel. <laughs> right. You're not dried off completely when you're going into what, that cryotherapy. Cryotherapy. Um, in in order to do that, and and all of a sudden you end up with what you had on the bottom of your feet. Right. So here's the thing: in long winded form, what I'm saying is you cannot do what you did. The day before yesterday and yesterday, you can't go on Instagram and you cannot post a, an official letter from your boss, your general manager to rate is Mike Mayock. You cannot post that. You cannot post that for public consumption and then comment on it the way you did. If you're don't Antonio Brown, you can't. Let me just read yeah. just so people know what I have it in front of me. What he said, for those that don't know, the Antonio Brown letter from Mayock. I'm not going to get into all that. Moose, we laid that out. But basically, he's getting fined $54,000 for missing practices and games and, 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 and leaving the facility, all this stuff. And then Brown posts this private letter from his boss for public consumption. Okay, and then he says, Brown, on there, when your own team want to hate, but there's no stopping me now, devil is a lie, everyone got to pay this year, so we clear. So what I read in that, and I know you might feel a little different, which is we talked about it yesterday, you're saying, okay, we understand what he means when he's saying uh, your own team's got to hate. So that means they're fined the $54,000, the Raiders, he's pissed, he's saying they're hating on him. Instead of saying he deserves to be fine. But when he says the devil's a lie, he's posting that on Instagram, on the letter from Mayock. I look at it like, and I think Mayock might look at it like he's calling Mayock the devil. Or the Raiders. I mean, you know, it, it's the, the, right. The, I mean, it's a decision, organizational decision, right? So players, if, if you don't know, you know, players get, if you're going to get fined by a team or by the NFL Taz, these letters come up. So every game's reviewed, right, in the National Football League. So if something transpires on a Sunday, usually if you're going to get fined by the NFL by Tuesday morning, there's a letter in your locker that you're going to get fined by the NFL. If it happens with a team, the team also puts a letter in your locker that you're going to get fined, right? right. So if you're – now, let me ask you this, Taz. If you're Antonio Brown, did you expect the Raiders to look the other way over all the nonsense like other teams do? You know, we talk about – 
you know, holdouts in the NFL, right? We talk about holdouts and guys holding out, right? Well, just yeah. with, with Elliott recently. With Elliott, yeah, right? Yeah. Do you think the Cowboys are going to fine Ezekiel Elliott for holding out throughout training camp? Um, No. 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 Neither I don't do think I. So, no. Neither do I. No. But they would be within their right. To Correct. be able to hand out a fine, yeah, to hand out point. a fine, right? So yes, yes, yes. there's other things. I remember it happened with Michael Strahan when he was with the Giants, right? People were talking about the fact of, oh, he's missing this, missing this. You know what? They reached a settlement and accord when he came back, and his contract was resolved with the Giants. I believe it was the you know final year, or second to last year, with him in a giant uniform. He didn't pay the total amount of the fines that were racked up that he went through training camp. So Antonio Brown might be thinking to himself, "Well, I'm a veteran player." Why won't the Raiders look the other way? You know, why aren't they believing what I was telling them? They worked with me on the helmet. Why can't they be here to support me? Is it a little bit petty that they're finding me here $54,000? Could Antonio Brown have a beef being a 31-year-old star receiver and saying other teams look the other way with their veteran star players? Why didn't the Raiders look the other way with this one? I get your point. Let's say that's all true. And let's say that's maybe why Antonio Brown got pissed and posted this on Instagram. Let's say that's true. What he should have done is been an adult. Don't disagree. He's 31 years old. He's not a kid. He's acting like he's 18 years old. And go to Mayock and Gruden in a private meeting, which they would have with him, and say, hey, why am I, can we work this out? I understand why you're finding me a total of $54,000, but can we figure this out? I, I, you know, I mean, I was coming to camp. I did go home with the helmet thing. Then I came back. Can we work this thing out? I think this is a message. It was a message directly from Mayock to this guy, to Brown. We're not playing with you anymore. We're not playing games. You embarrassed us enough. Embarrassed us enough. And then Antonio Brown posts that letter and that comment. So now if you're Mayock, you're getting your, you're getting emasculated. Oh, this no guy's doubt. punking you out. Yes, agreed. No, I no. Listen, you can't Taz, take that. No, no. I'm not saying that that Mayock should not should take that test. No, I, I I don't disagree with you. I guess I guess my thing is okay. I'm I'm the Raiders. And I'm not, I'm not going to put blame on, but I'm the Raiders. I know I've got a tricky situation. Right. <laughs> All yeah. right. I, you know I I now know what the Steelers already knew about Antonio Brown that he's a headache. Why poke the bear? Um, that's a great point. I think because you're, I, I, I don't know if you're answering a rhetorical question. No, no, I was asking question. a question. Why poke the bear? Why, why, why bring, why add, you know, we're about to start the regular season. You know, it's been a, a long, long preseason with everything going on and all the distractions. Why now, you know, say, all right, let's, let's see how he reacts to this. Well, I think it poses a good question, but a couple things. We don't know if anything else ticked off Mayock or Gruden behind the scenes in the past few days, right? That's true. So we don't know that part. Okay, that led to this. We don't know, right? So, But I think you pose a really good question. I, I have not heard anyone else ask. I think that's a really, really legitimate question. Why do it now? Um, I'm not Mayock. You're not Mayock. I would think that Mayock probably did this and Gruden, because listen, Gruden's pulling the strings behind the scenes. At the end of the day, isn't Mayock like kind of Mayock was there after Gruden? Gruden's right. like his boss. No, right. Gruden brought Mayock yeah. in. So, right. so, Correct. So he's 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 putting the heat on Mayock, Gruden, he, and Gruden's being a, a good cop here. Right. Mayock's yeah. bad. Good cop, bad. Right. Cop it's exactly. Here. It's so obvious. But anyway, so maybe it's a thing where let's set a tone with this guy right now, and enough of this. Or maybe in practice, this might sound crazy. Maybe he wasn't doing. Maybe the, when Hard Knocks went away, maybe it was like oh, this guy's not. All the bag of chips we thought he was. He may, he's not picking up the offense. Let's set a tone with him. Tell him, listen, we'll send you this letter. They set the tone with him. 
So get rid of your entitlement and your, your BS. I don't think they expected him to post it on social media unless they did. Maybe they wanted him to explode. You can't. I, well, you know, yeah, I, I guess I, I don't think they probably, you know, uh, well, you could never know. I mean, Antonio Brown, you know? he, he's wacky, uh, right? He, yeah, he is. He, so I don't know if you never know exactly what Antonio Brown is going to do. And someone could say, well, you can't live in fear of a player. If you feel like a player should deserve to be fined, you should be fine. Now, well, yeah. if you want to send a message to the rest of the team, this is a letter that was just for Antonio Brown's consumption. It was not for everybody else. If you want to send a message for the team that this nonsense is going to stop, you could do something more public around the team for Antonio Brown in terms of in, can- in practice, whatever it might be, rather than handing him this fine letter. I mean, I... Listen, I don't. I'm not blaming the Raiders for anything. Uh, you know, they're they they knew what they were getting involved in. They knew he could potentially be a headache, and the relationship is crumbling right before him. I guess I look at it as that things had finally settled down, right? Right. There was well, pictures of him with his dopey new helmet earlier in the week. In the Zenith five sixty nine twenty two. Right. That he's getting like that. paid for and everything <laughs> like that. He's got yeah. a sponsorship deal and everything. He's got helmets everything all over had, his locker. Everything has crazy. finally settled down. I guess I look at the timing of it and say, you know, if you're looking to get the well, best out of him, why would you? Why would you need to do that now? Well, let me let me say this, to you. and you might know the answer to this. You might not. I don't know the answer to this. Uh, and everybody that's on on hold, we'll get to you guys. 855-212-4227. A lot of you guys want to talk about Antonio Brown. And if you want to call the show, call. But you, you guys on hold, we'll get to you guys in a sec. Moose, so I'm going to ask you this. Off of your awesome question about why now by the Raiders and Mayock. And I don't know the answer. You might. Is there something, I don't know, the legalities or whatever, with, with, the, rule, with the team rules and stuff like that, where before the season starts, any fines or stuff from preseason or camp, you got to get out now before... Week I don't. One? I don't know that answer, but I'm I would just, imagine there has to. I would imagine maybe, you can't find a guy in week eight for something that transpired in August. So maybe that's why, in defense to Mayo, no, that's true. Gruden, that's you know. true. But I guess I, then I could say, well, then know. why not just look the other way and just be like, listen, we got through it. Let's right. focus on football. Why do any of this? And no. you know, even if well, even if you have to take the higher road and be your Mike Mayock and maybe swallow a little bit okay. of pride, right? Maybe you need to do that. I, I think well, that's the. Right, you just saw. No, hold on. What you said about swallow pride with Mayock. Let's forget Gruden for a second. Both these guys are ego guys. Okay. Oh no doubt. They both are. Yeah. And and Mayock is a blue collar old school. This no guy question. is. He's a Pennsylvania guy. Went to Boston College. A football guy. Played for the Steelers. Played in the Canadian League. I remember Giants, that. Played for the Giants. This guy is a football man, and he's a blue collar guy. What what he's. Draft expert, we've seen him for years yeah. on the NFL Network. You know, this guy's a successful broadcaster. He's a smart guy that's got some, I think, old school ethics about him. So I don't think he's looking to swallow his pride. Meaning, meaning, and and you know what? Frankly, he shouldn't. And the money you're paying this cat, I know you're not saying he should. And when you said the 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 line of why poke the bear, I think you you make a good point. But here's the thing, Moose. I feel Mayock and Gruden, they don't want anyone on that team, including Brown. To feel like they're the bear. The bear is the owners, the front office, the coaches. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm no, not and, speaking and, like I'm telling you. I'm no, just no, saying no, that's no, what I think. No, and, you know and, what I mean? And, like, and Taz, they don't it, want to empower him well, anymore. Those, I mean, we're talking about. I mean, we're talking about individuals that are very confident, self-assured, and sure. have got a big-time ego, right? Yeah. So, I mean, with Mayock, Rudin, Davis, uh, Oof, you know, yes. uh, Mr. Haircut, uh, strange gimmick. hair, and all total gimmick, um, Jones. Yeah, but. I guess I'm looking at it from a talent perspective, Taz. 
you know, sometimes you have to understand what you can and what you can't do to players. What you can in terms of pushing guys. Not everybody, not everybody can be pushed in the same direction and get the reaction that you're looking for. And if I'm looking to try and get the best of Antonio Brown, maybe I say, all right, let bygones be bygones. Let's move on here. If something comes up during the regular season, I'm going to really hammer him with a fine, but I'm going to let this one go and let's focus on the Broncos. Mm. I, I mean, you could look at it that way, but listen, I don't think they ever expected, I don't think they ever expected Taz for him to say what he said on Instagram and for him to post that letter. All right, let's, uh, uh, yeah, no, I hear you, man. Let, let's 855-212-4227, that's the number to call. That's right. Let's go uh, out to Alaska, way out to Alaska, talk to Max, listening on 590 AM. Max, you're on with Taz and the Moose, what's up? Hey, not too much. I just wanted to call in on about the Antonio Brown thing. I don't think that I really agree with you guys just for a few quick reasons is that I don't think there's a bigger Antonio Brown fan than it is John Gruden. And I think that even when he talked to the media yesterday, after everything that unfolded, he was still speaking very highly of Antonio Brown. So that kind of leads me to believe that, like, he – I think that John Gruden is a bigger Antonio Brown fan than he is a Mike Mayock fan. And well, he's the one steering the shit. Well, well and Max, now let me just and I, I I don't completely disagree with you, but I'm letting you know, my man. And I saw that press conference as Moose did also with Gruden. I'm telling you right now, though, and I got to feel Moose would agree because here's the deal, dude. He's playing good cop, man. Gruden's playing good cop. And I saw hard knocks just like you probably did, Max, and he was kissing yeah. the ass of, of AB for sure. But I'm telling you, I think they're at a point where it's like enough with this guy. And I do think that Gruden's the guy steering that ship and Mayock's right with him on it. And I got to tell you, I don't think they're wrong. I, just my opinion, you know. And uh, I, I don't know how much of a fan that Gruden is, Max, still of Antonio Brown's character. I don't think so. I don't think he is he anymore. Likes, right. He he likes it. And John Gruden brought Mike Mayock aboard. You know, it, Gruden is running. Thanks, Max. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Max. Gruden's running the franchise. That's right. That's so right. if Gruden is not all of a sudden soured here on Mike Mayock in the span of five, six months, uh, you know, that that is not the case. Um, you know, they work hand in hand. You know, he's working with them on a day-in, day-out basis. You know, it's it's their franchise that they're running together here. But Gruden, you know, is the boss. I mean, that that is. Um, and you look at Antonio Brown, Gruden here – what you heard from yesterday, I heard Mariucci make a great point, a former coach, right? NFL Network, Taz, make a great yeah. point about Gruden. Is He goes, look at Gruden's comments for what they are yesterday. Paraphrasing here. He's trying to maintain the relationship of with Antonio Brown should the player return. Mm. Yeah. If he comes out yesterday and absolutely lambaste Antonio Brown, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. I mean, then it, then it's, it's over. over. No, There's yeah, no yeah, path right. for – I'm not telling you that Antonio Brown's going to be back with the Raiders, but what Gruden did yesterday smartly, regardless of what he feels about Antonio Brown privately, what he did publicly was talk about the fact of what Antonio Brown is and spoke positively and reworking and looking into the situation and everything like that to, to keep the door open of a possibility right. of him and Brown having a player-coach relationship right. should he return to the Raiders. Of course, because he's got to deal with him on the daily. He's got to deal with him. Right, and, and it's something else we have not brought up, Moose, and it's very important to mention, because Antonio Brown did this with the Steelers because uh, he's obsessed with social media, this guy. He unfollowed the Raiders oh, and man. Carr and Derek Carr uh, on, on social media. Now, remember, he did that with Carr's the Steelers. Like, what I do? Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
exactly. Like, uh, what's what up with that? This? You were at my house a few weeks ago hugging right. me. Right. What, like, what, what did I do My wrong? quarterback. My quarterback. Right. Yeah, like, I didn't do anything wrong here. Why can't you follow me? <laughs> I picked up like uh, them, right. Yeah. I picked up like, like six thousand followers after you followed me. That's like I get into an argument with, with Mark Chernoff, our program director here. Let's say hypothetically, right? We didn't even get to a big argument, and 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 I unfollowed the moose, right? Like, <laughs> hey, what did I do? What happened? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, uh, it's not my fault. Uh, that's uh, it. All right, let's go out down to Miami. Talk to Jeff. Listen on Radio.com. Jeff, what's up? They got a couple things. Uh, Mayock may have been in the hot seat. But I was so proud of the whole team stood up, went in there, approached Mayock and Gruden, and said, if you got to do what you got to do, you want to keep them or you want to let them go, we'll support you 100%. And Mayock, and I, and I have to say that uh, the next logical thought, I, I would let him go. I, I, mean, I mean, first of all, I would let him go because if a dog bites you, you take him in the back of the barn and you do what you got to do, man. Huh? And the next logical thought would be Belichick. If they can handle Gordon, then they could handle well, A.B. I, it's a well, little bit different. I, I Gordon mean, and A.B. That, are two that, different. That, 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 and Gordon, Jeff, we appreciate the call. Thanks Gordon, so much. Gordon yeah. has an addiction to yeah, marijuana. Big difference. Um, yeah. and, and he did when he was coming out of college. I mean, Josh Gordon was as athletically gifted of a college player coming out of Baylor as there was. But That's right. You know, the NFL teams took him off the draft board because they did not think that he'd be able to stay in the league because he liked to smoke marijuana. So, and it's obviously a little bit too much. And and that was kind of went hand in hand. It was his thing. So, so you look at Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon's not a bad guy. Josh Gordon's not a distraction. Josh Gordon, unfortunately, can't stay within the boundaries of the drug policy in the National Football League to where he, he can't. He can't prevent himself from failing drug tests, which get him suspended. They listen. They, they Roger Goodell did not have to welcome him back into the league this year, and and you know, he had a lifetime ban that he right, basically right. returned him and brought uh, him back into the league. As far as you know, as far as um, as far as like with the last call said, I, one quick thing: the bite. Like it's, when a dog bites, then you get you get rid of the dog. You 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 know bring the dog to a pound. Because if a dog bites you once, for any pet owners, they know, like, you know, unless you have, like, a little baby dog, that's not going to hurt you. But, you know, like, I had a Rottweiler when I was young, and then we had a big German Shepherd, and the German Shepherd bit one of my brother's friends. Well, I get that. I just like, want to take him back to we, the barn got, or the shed well, yeah, and, and shoot him myself. Okay. Well, yes. Right. Thanks. Well, I mean, that's what the caller reference. I tried to move on from that dog. comment, but yes. No, I know. I, I, no, yeah. but I agree with you. Take yeah. him to the vet. I understand. That's what, No, not the vet. To the pound. So, okay, you could have this dog now. He bit one of my family members. We're done with this pooch. So that's I get the point on that because Antonio Brown, to that caller's point, once... He snaps and, and, and threatens to punch the GM in the face. You know, that's a problem. It'll be interesting. Just yeah, just ima- it would be, but just imagine before as we go to break here, anybody out there listening, if you punched your boss in the face, I'm not suggesting you do it, or if you threaten to punch him in the face or her in the face or whatever, if you threaten to do that, <laughs> what would happen to you at your no, job? But, but Taz, what would happen? But it's also a little bit different. I'm not I'm not going to the field and laying my body on the line either every single day. There's different. You walk into the bank and all of a sudden, you know, you're like, you're threatened to, you know, all of a sudden you get a deposit wrong and the manager gets on you and you threaten to punch your manager in the face. Yeah, you're going to be fired. You're going to be fired. 
Just I imagine. Understand that. You know, but, uh, but we're talking about football here, and it's we, still a job, though. You I know can't it. Threaten I, to punch the I'm boss not, in the I'm face. Not, but I, and that's but, saying. But Taz, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of guys that look the other way on things in the NFL because of talent. Right. I know. I know. I know that. And I know. the pressure to win games. Pressure to win games. We'll get more into it. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Taz and the Moose on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Superstar, the man, Becky Lynch, and you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. The Moose. Sunday, the NFL on CBS schedules uh, ca- uh, schedule kicks off with two of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the game, Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes, making their highly anticipated 2019 debuts. Check local listings for the game in your area. It all begins with the NFL today, only on CBS. If you want to chime in on the entire saga surrounding Antonio Brown out there in Oakland, what would you do? Uh, would you gamble on the talent, try and rebuild the relationship, or did Antonio Brown cross a line and basically say, you know what, uh, it's going to stink not having a talent like him on the football field and our offense, but uh, we got to get rid of him and cut yeah, po- yeah. and 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 cut bait and uh, and move on from Antonio Brown. Want to hear from you? Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Your number to call. Bogus is in the house. What's mm. up, Andrew? Guys, I don't say this enough, but thank you again for thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Valuable airtime. You're welcome. That's it. Well, it's true. It's Make an sure amazing to, platform. Who's right, making a good point? Make sure right. I mean, you got to be. You can't be entitled like the real AB. AB. No. AB. Right. You can't do that. You got to. You got to be humble. It's yeah. about humble. Doing my best. It's about no humble. Doubt. You know. And and by the way, we're you the seem two like the, most humble hosts in all of radio. Absolutely. I learned nope. it from watching you. Right. You're right. So so the thing is the thing is Andrew. Before you get into your update. You seem like the type of guy that's wanted to punch your boss in the face once or twice at other jobs, no, not just here. No, not this one. Not this <laughs> not one. Not this job. No. Not this job. And none of the bosses so, we had here. So, you know, and, with, with Antonio Brown threatening to do that to Mike Mayock, I was yes. saying to Moose earlier, I mean, there's probably a ton of people out there that want to that wanna say to their boss, I want to punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. Probably millions of people. Mm. But you can't do it. No. You can't say that because you're threatening the guy or right. girl. And you probably shouldn't do it in a place that's public where there's a lot of witnesses and people whose job it is to report on right. such instances. Especially, yeah. like, if you do that behind closed doors, let's say, Andrew, you go down to Mark Chernoff's yeah. office. He calls you in there and says, you know, that update you did on Taz Moose really sucked. Yeah. And, and then, say, you know. Shut up. Yeah, you yeah. up, Mark. And you threaten to punch Mark. And You're then Mark. Then Mark then, <laughs> you are a Mark. And then Mark gets up and just kicks you right in the yam bag. <laughs> Which would be <laughs> hilarious, and you double over it. Me <laughs> versus Mark would be the worst fight ever. <laughs> it would be awesome. What would that be? Like super flyweight? What would our weight class be? Because be, either uh, one of us are yeah, big gentlemen. Uh, they call that youth fighting. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> You guys are smaller guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Boys, bantamweight. Uh, so. Maybe some preseason snaps would have been a good idea for the Packer and Bear offenses. Both teams held their starters out all summer, then watched them play varying forms of terrible last night in Chicago. The home team never even found the end zone. Snap Trubisky, shotgun, rushes on, Trubisky looking, he's going to be hit, and he's sacked! He is 
And there's the final dagger into the Chicago Bears. Wayne Larravee on Packers Radio 5th and final sack of Mitchell Trubisky, who was also picked off in the end zone late in the fourth quarter. His offense produced only a first quarter field goal, losing 10-3 to their rivals from Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers, very thankful for his defensive teammate. It's been a long time since I've seen a performance like that. Rodgers' eight-yard connection to tight end Jimmy Graham in the second quarter, the only TD of the night. Each team committed 10 penalties, and each allowed five sacks. They combined for 17 punts. The Bears at one point faced a first and 40, thanks to three consecutive penalties. But the most embarrassing thing in the NFL remains Antonio Brown and the Raiders. The wideout reportedly threatened to punch GM Mike Mayock during a heated exchange on Wednesday. AB apparently mad over the $54,000 fine he received for missing training camp practices. He did not practice yesterday and isn't expected to play Monday night against the Broncos. Whether he is simply inactive or technically suspended remains to be seen. Vikings wideout Stephon Diggs back at practice yesterday after dealing with a hamstring issue on Wednesday. And Nick Foles put in a full workout in Jacksonville despite a sore groin. Last night's Marlins-Pirates game wouldn't get a mention this morning had Brian Moran not made his Major League debut after 10 seasons in the minors. The lefty Miami reliever struck out younger brother Colin, the Pirates' third baseman. I was a little more, a little more nervous than I thought I'd be when I saw him step in the box, but it was, it was pretty cool. I, I, I can't dream up a cooler way to get your first strikeout. A pitcher facing his brother in his big league <clears throat> debut had never happened before, at least dating back to 1900. Oh, wow. You seem primed okay. for a bigger interruption there. You're clearing your throat, no, no, adjusting your seat. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Move the on. Cubs thump the Brewers 10-5, dropping Milwaukee five games back for the second NL wild card. The All Astros, right, thanks, Moose. The Astros outscored the Mariners in 13, 11-9 on Michael Brantley's two-run homer, and the Rays down the Jays 6-4 to stay a half game clear of the A's atop the wild card wow. standings. Serena Williams took care of Elena Svitolina in straight sets to reach the or to return to the U.S. Open final. Serena can finally match Margaret Court's all-time mark of 24 major titles tomorrow against 19-year-old Canadian Bianca Andreescu. And from college football, Stanford has ruled out QB K.J. Costello for tomorrow's game at USC. Costello took a forearm to the head last weekend. Junior Davis Mills makes his first career start. Boys, All right, thank uh, you. Uh, thank Great you. job, buddy. I appreciate it. Great job, as always. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Head to Savannah, Georgia, right, Taz? Yeah, sounds good. Love to do that. Let's talk to Jeff. Listen on 900 AM. Jeff, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's going on? Hey, guys. Um, I listen a lot. This is my first call. Thanks, man. Um, thank you, buddy. But I think at this point, you've got to cut Antonio Brown. Right. This isn't a team that's littered with veterans that can control that locker room. You have a lot of young guys. Three first-round picks. Yep. These guys are looking at Antonio Brown as how to be a pro. If you let this happen and you let it stand, you're, you're going to lose control of that locker room. Uh, I don't disagree, Jeff, at all. Uh, I don't disagree at all, and that's kind of what I, I've been saying. I don't, I don't think Moose disagrees. Moose is bringing up a different narrative of you know, what some people think, too, obviously how talented the guy uh, I mean, is. I don't want to speak for you. Different way of looking but, you know, at things. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't, you know, I, based on the talent of the player, you know, it's it's not as, as cut and dry um, as just that. And and I get I, I get that, uh, you know, that's probably the, the most logical, rational way to look at it. Uh, but sometimes logic goes out the door in the National Football League when you look at how teams look uh, at players that can help them win football games. Um, 
Yeah, if I had a, if I had a bad guy, would I want Antonio Brown on my team? No, I would not. If I think he overstepped his bounds, certainly. I think if Mayock, if if you want Mayock to continue to be your general manager, then you have to get rid of Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean, you got to, and we appreciate the call, Jeff. Thanks so much. I mean, you have um, you got to set a tone. I mean, if if this was uh, I don't know, if this was uh, Dwayne Harris doing this, who's a, 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 on a depth chart third. No doubt. Uh, I mean, he'd be gone, right. I, and, right but it's, uh, to your point, though, Moose, the, the league, these teams, they're full of double standards. And no that's, doubt. So that's the point you're making. Yeah, you're not and, wrong. And, <laughs> no, and, 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 you know, and, and it's easy to say, well, that shouldn't be the case. But, Taz, I mean, everybody is looking around. You, you want guys that are going to catch touchdowns and, right. and help you win games. And you want to be dreadful. And you want to be a, a winning franchise, a winning organization. And, um, and Antonio Brown, even with all the headaches, he can help your team win. Right, no, no, I, I know he can, but you just—that's a tough tone. That's a tough table you're setting. Sure. if you're going to let someone get away with that, as we're discussing. Let's go out to Springfield, uh, Missouri. Moose, talk to Austin. Listen on Radio.com. Austin, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's going on? Taz and Moose, happy Friday to you guys. Oh, happy Friday, Austin. This guy. Happy up, Friday. Buddy? That's love a radio that. term. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, you say happy <laughs> Friday love, to people. I know you That's love those radio, radio terms. terms. Oh, yeah, I love all yes, the radio terms, yes, Austin. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Good moment, Austin. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Nice. Good moment. Well done, yes, good moment. What's up, man? Oh, well, I just wanted to say real quick, and I was telling Mike on the phone, but uh, I've been enjoying the podcast between basketball drives and and. You know, you're all podcast each day at work, and it thank you. really makes the workday flow go better. So that, I just want to thank Austin, you guys for that. You are locked into the entire Taz and the Moose uh, family. The yeah, Warriors no family. Uh, I mean, you were. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about? You are a super fan down there. You You're listen to basketball drives, Taz of the Moose podcast, Taz Show podcast. Well, he didn't say Taz Show. I'm a little concerned. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I do listen to Taz, the Taz Show. Make podcast. sure to check out that Naira podcast. Me and Monzo. <laughs> We I haven't got later on today. <laughs> How much time you got in your day, bro? Oh, you got a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's on your mind with what's Brown, up, Austin? <laughs> well, anyway, um, just just on AB, I you know I just want to ask you guys something. What happens when you generally skip work and then you also end up yelling at your boss? You're gonna get you're gonna get cut. Mm. You're gonna so, get fired or suspended. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you're right. Yeah, and. No, ultimately, I think, I don't know what's going to happen with AB. I think he'll probably just get suspended. But I think you got to cut ties with the guy. I know he's a great receiver, one of the best in the league. But, you know, like you all said, you just can't go off on your boss like that. And you can't be yeah. missing work. And like you said, Taz, if it was, was, you know, say this was maybe Hunter Renfro. Right. Would he would he lose his spot? Right. I think he definitely would. He probably would. He's a he's a rookie, great player coming out of Clemson, but he's a rookie. He's you know he, that, that's the thing. You can't you know. I know there is in Austin. We appreciate the call and we appreciate the support of our podcasts and, and and Mikey B's and 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 everything. So and get on that Naira podcast with Monzo and Moose. Um. So uh, <laughs> no, you, you got it, bro. No, but, I, but I, I I will say, listen, there's. You know, it's and we've had this conversation. I'm trying to remember what we had this conversation about before, but um, you could go into any, you know, if say for argument's sake, you want to say focus in on radio, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Howard Stern, right? right who's a legend, huge yeah, legend, great, right? Great, you know, if you watch, you read his, you know, his first book, the one that they made into a movie about his life and everything like that, when. 
you know, when he was at WNBC, he famously would poke fun and make fun of his program director, and they would get into arguments right. every single day. Right, right, right. Howard Stern generated money, right, millions, and ratings, yeah, yeah sure, and was watched and, and was listened to. Right, and was a huge star and um, didn't go anywhere. I mean, there are guys. I, I know for a fact there are, there are radio stars that have. You know, cursed out or right. yelled or screamed at their bosses, right, 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 and nothing happens. I, I they know that. They continue to do their I, job, I, and they go on the air that day. Him or her go on the, day, the air that day, the next day, and and nothing transpires. I, I, that, you're right, and I think I do think your example is a now, tough one because radio. That happens in radio. You go on the air. Like, we, we come up, we'll poke fun at our boss, or, we'll, or if we get into an argument or whatever. It happens. I think radio is a tough example because that does happen a lot. But, but I, you know what I mean? I, I, but we're I, talking about the machismo world of the National Football League where guys are playing with emotion every single week, where they're laying on their body on the line, where you have guys with egos that are as big as the United States. Right. And 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 we get into a heated discussion, and we're you know I I have a hard time drawing that Taz. I don't know if there's a you know a fair example to draw an example to another line of work, but it there really isn't another fair example because you know we could joke around about walking in and A B and and turn off getting into a fight, or you walking into your bank or down a Wall Street or a place of work. It's just not the same. It, the, it's not I, a similar the, the, comparison. The job, the job I had for years is similar. I think you could talk about I, I get from the that. wrestling industry. I think is something that you could use. And I can promise you, if anyone ever mentioned to a Vince McMahon or, or someone in the McMahon family or someone, any promoter I wrestle for, that would, you know, it's a very physical, violent business. And you, there's machismo, machismo and testosterone flowing in your like crazy after a match during the day. If you ever, I've never seen someone threaten to punch a boss in the face. Uh, ever because a promoter, you get fired. You're done. But a, a similar thing in terms of a pro, uh, not not Vince, but somebody you never saw a wrestler get into it with one of the guys that worked for Vince. I, getting into it, yes, I've done it. I've gotten I've gotten arguments. Nobody is ever threatening nope. to punch someone. That's a different story. Ne- you, you've never I've never seen, seen that. that. And as crazy of a world I'm from, no, even during ECW. No, with Paul fair. Heyman as the boss, everybody was nuts. No, I get it. I get it. That's, everybody, you know, and that, that's right. fair. That's a fair comparison when you bring up uh, your days as a wrestler. They we want us to come go to back. Break. We'll talk a little NFL. Yes, I hear well, it. Well, I no, understand. We're going to get to break. We have relax. a lot of people want to talk relax. about AB. What are you, Bilotti today? No, all of a sudden, no, I just want to make sure we do the right thing. I don't want no problems. I don't want to threaten nobody. NFL picks. I don't want to punch nobody. One NFL picks. People call coming your way next. Taz, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is Major League Baseball legend Frank Thomas. You're listening to Taz and Moose on the CBS Sports Radio. There you go. On a Friday morning, 855-212-4CBS, your number to call. Let's head down to Alabama. It's Melvin. It's CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Melvin? How you doing today, man? Good, buddy. How are you, man? Everything's well, man. I just want to show, man, I appreciate the whole station. I always get good sports talk listening to you guys. But I got an apology, man. Uh, I called a station two days ago, man, talking about how y'all are blowing everything out of proportion about, oh, it's just a helmet. It's just, you know what I'm saying, AB's just. But to post that fine is the total level of district. I'm a diehard Steelers fan. That is my mm-hmm. favorite player in happen. the game. Yeah, continue. Go ahead. You there? Melvin, you gone? Oh, right. he dropped. Well, I'm still here. I'm still okay, here. go for it. We, we lost you. You were saying that's your favorite player in the game. I continue. All right, Melvin, you got a bad connection, my man. Yeah, but... 
Yeah, you're breaking up too much, man. We appreciate the call. Um, is, yeah, look, it sounds like he's a, he's you know he's just he's had it too with Antonio Brown. That's what it sounds like. Let's go out to Oxnard, California. Talk to Brandon. Listen on Radio.com. Brandon, what's going on? Yeah, how you doing? What's going What's going on? Love your show. Thank you. Uh, Thank I you, listen Brandon. to you all the time. My, my quick question was uh, well, my comment was I actually got a friend of mine that used to play in, um for the San Diego Chargers. And uh, to be honest with you, a lot of these NFL players ain't never had a job before. So it's like when, when you're like 14, 15 and have your first job, you know you, how you have some conversations with your parents of how to conduct yourself in a place of business. A lot of these guys, most, most, they, most of the conversations they've had with their parents have been mostly about football. Mm. Their first real job was the NFL. They, try, they carry themselves um, in, in a place of business like they do when they're in the street. You know uh, Brandon, like, let me let me stop you, you right there. Brandon, you are Brandon like Brandon, you are one thousand percent correct in my opinion. Um you're right. Uh, you know, uh most kids that are better athletes in certain sports when they're younger, they do not have regular jobs. It happened to my son. So I, I you're right. And then once they get a regular job, they gotta learn how to conduct business a little bit better and then a little bit older, now they gotta learn how to work somewhere. <laughs> so I, I I think you make a really good point that I have not heard anybody else mention. And, and and as far as I, I'm a I'm a big time Raiders fan and and I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, you coming at your boss like that, I feel like you gotta get you gotta cut him, you gotta get rid of him. I, I understand your talent, but right. you gotta get rid of him. Yeah, because you're setting the because wrong just, tone. Just like if you just like if you was in, like, like your your job right now. Yeah, I mean you do. Uh, it's like. I understand what Moose was saying about it's a contact sport, but yeah, but it's like it's a contact contact sport on the field in right. the office, which you call it, that's something different. You know what I mean? Well, that's it's why like, I gave an example said, of my world in the wrestling industry, I, and it's very ultra physical and violent, and it's a tough physical business, and with some crazy dudes in it. I've never had anybody seen anyone threaten I, threaten a promoter ever. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, uh, it's not something that I you see. The call. You got yeah, take you care, got, man. Brandon. Uh, it's not something that you see all that often, obviously, in the National Football League. I mean, there have been altercations or verbal arguments between players and coaches. Um, you know the. You know, you go up and down the line. I mean, at one point in time, you had Bill Parcells referencing a, a receiver as she uh, because uh, the receiver could not stay healthy, oh, uh, being Terry Glenn of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Let me just finish for a second. Yeah, so yeah. you look at this scenario in terms of Antonio Brown, I'm not telling you that, you know, what he did was correct. No, it's not correct. And I, I, I think for an all likelihood, he's going to be let go, regardless of what Drew Rosenhaus said in Chicago last night on the field before the Thursday night game. Uh, but um, I I do think it's I mean you can compare it to wrestling I don't think you can compare it to really any other line of work I don't um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean and I I think re- I think you also have to you know respect is respect you learn you know some guys get it some guys don't in terms of respecting people respecting others respecting people that that in that line of work whatever I think either you know it, it's something that's taught when you're growing up. Um, I get that when guys, especially now in today's day and age, where you have a young young athletes getting you know put on recruiting websites at 13, 12, 13, 14 years of age. I mean, I, I get it, and it's a big money business. But um, you know, the, to to be respectful, I don't I don't know if you necessarily have to work when you're seventeen, eighteen years of age. So you're alluding to the last caller. Yes, correct. Right. Well, I, 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 I think either have respect or you don't. I, I understand respect, but and you're right. You're right about that. I agree with that too. But I agree with that last caller, and it's true. There are certain ways, things you, these better athletes when they're younger, most of them don't have time to have regular jobs. And I get your point about respect, and I agree with it. And you're right. But 
there is certain etiquette that you don't learn in a regular job because you don't have one because you're busy training because you're trying to get on that recruiting radar. Maybe you are committed early. I, I, I lived this as a parent. So it's it's tougher for kids to have regular jobs because they're constantly working at their craft, at their sport, and at getting their academics and no, all that stuff. And I, and so it's a little I'm, tougher. I'm not, I'm not, and listen, I, I, I get that the, the, the time constraints of you know a, a young athlete. I, no, I understand that. I, I, I also think Antonio Brown doesn't really respect anybody. Well, yeah, I don't think this yeah, is. I don't think he acted. I don't not, think that it's the way that he acted, and, and him threatening Mike Mayock is the fact that you know he didn't grow up having a normal job, right. or he didn't grow up in and understanding that. I, I I think he. I don't think he respects really anybody. Right. I think you, well, you you see that on social media, Taz. You've seen yeah. that in interactions. You see the way that he refers to himself. The fact is, he has little to no respect for. You know what? He should look in the mirror and say, you know what? I did wrong. I did wrong. I didn't do right by an organization that just rewarded me with a contract for a team that I've never done anything for. I did wrong throughout the course of training camp. You know what? He acted like a petulant child that got caught in a lie and didn't want to be fined. That's the problem you have with Brown. One of your calls at 855-212-4227. Task moves Friday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.